0: What a beautiful, beautiful setting it was. It was called the garden, and in that garden, uh, God created everything, the sun, the moon, the stars, the plant life, fish, animals, everything, and it was so beautiful, and then God had his crowning creation, man, and man was made from the dust of the ground, and then woman was made from man's rib, and we've often heard it said, and it's so true, A woman wasn't made for man's head that she could borrow from the brains or she wasn't taken from the foot, be stomped on. She was taken from his side. My wife often says to our couples class and in our college, God brought Eve into Adam's life. Adam never went looking for a wife. God brought a wife to him. God can bring you what you need. God can bring what I need in my life, whatever it might be. They were in the garden having fellowship with God and with one another. God says it's all yours. Have dominion over it all. But there's one tree, it's mine. Don't touch it. It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't touch that tree, that's mine. It belongs to me. And they said, the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Even as a college boy, that bothered me because I couldn't figure that out. I should have been able to. Because that day, they did not die. Uh, A couple chapters later, they're having children. So they must have lived. Well, they died spiritually that day. Wherefore, as by one man, Adam, Eve, sin entered in the world. And death, that's the consequence. There's always a consequence for sin. There's always a consequence for disobedience, even for the Christian. Though our sins are forgiven, we set a wheel in motion. I decide the rules of the road, the red light, the yellow light, the green light, uh, they, they have no bearing on me. I'll do what I want to do. And I just blow through the red light. Well, friend, I'm I'm a Christian. I'm saved. That's all right. I'm going to heaven. But when I collide with another car, and I kill everyone in that vehicle, including perhaps myself, or perhaps I live regardless, it doesn't matter. Friend, there's a consequence. My family lives with that. And so here's Adam and Eve, and they chose to sin. It broke the heart of God. God came walking in the cool of the day, Adam, and they hid from God. It's amazing how we think We can hide from God, but our sin is ever before us. And it does that in our lives so we might get right with him. And so here is Adam and Eve hiding from God and God asked him a question, did you take of that fruit? And Adam was not very manly, apparently. He said, the woman you gave me, she made me eat. He blamed his wife and she blamed Satan. And God that day had to bring judgment on their life. And wherefore, as by one man, that sin came. Now, sin has entered into all of us. The Bible says we are born in iniquity. We're sinners. No one has to teach a child how to sin. If you believe that, that, uh, well, they don't know how to sin, go to the nursery right now. Bunch of sinners over there. Hanging out with the deacon's kids, I'm sure. But I'm saying today, I'm saying sin is so natural. We we know how to lie early in age. I remember lying early in age. No one taught me that. I didn't have to go to school to learn how to be a liar. I didn't know how to, I didn't have to go to school to know how to be mean-spirited. It was just natural. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I was born a sinner in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was born a sinner. I had to have that sin removed. Lauren just sang so beautifully. Calvary covers it all. The church cannot cover your sin. Tradition cannot cover your sin. The baptistry cannot cover your sin. Silver and gold cannot cover your sin. But Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Redemption is the word to buy back. God says you're not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold as received from the vain tradition of your fathers, but by the pl- precious blood of Christ. That God's word says uh, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son made of a woman under the law to redeem them that were under the law. Cursed be him that hangeth on a tree. He was cursed, he was bruised from my transgressions. And so I have to be purchased back in this room You have either been saved or you're not saved. Those watching today, you're either born again or you're lost. You've been redeemed or you're not redeemed by the blood of the lamb. I wonder would anybody here, and I'm not the oldest in this room, by far, there's many up here that are much older than I am. You don't have to laugh at that, fellas. But, But nonetheless, do you remember? I do. I grew up right over here in Centerville. It's now called Fremont. And we lived on Thornton Avenue in those little flat top houses. My mother and dad bought it in 1953 for $7,000. I don't know why they didn't buy the whole entire street. But I think if I remember, he was making $115 a week. And they bought that little house and we lived there. It was all country. and And you go across the way into Newark, and there was a store in Newark. It was called, and it was right there, I I can remember it on the sign on the outside, of the the redemption store. Do you ever remember the redemption stores all over America? How many remember a redemption store? My goodness, that puts me in a bad company, it's all old people. Um, A redemption store in California, we had blue chip stamps. The rest of the nation, the remainder of the nation, had S&H green stamps. And I, I have pictures up here to show this to you if you'd want to see them. Uh, you'd go to the gas station, and it said S&H green stamps. Uh, you go to the grocery store, blue chips, because California was blue chip. And the rest of the nation, green stamps. The green stamps came in the late 1800s, uh, about the time Bill Shilton was born. And... Um, <laughs> And, and, and it came out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I was born. And it flooded the nation. And you'd go to the grocery store, and you would spend for your groceries for that week $19. And they'd give you X amount of stamps for the groceries you just spent. And gasoline. It was your 19 or 23 cents or 24 cents a, a gallon. And then you'd get stamps. And you had books. And you loaded those books up. I remember going with my mother one day to the redemption store, in fact, more than once. And you walk in there and they had toasters, and they had bicycles. You couldn't take them home with you, but you could, what had tools in there, it was an amazing thing. And you take your blue chip stamp books, and it says, this bicycle requires X amount of books. And you would give them the book And you could redeem it for a toaster or for a this or that or whatever, pots and pans, and then they'd order it. They had a rule that if you lived further than 25 miles from the redemption store, you could send in the form with your books and order online. It would be online now what we call it. Redemption stores. It was called a redemption store. You'd have to remember that you probably remember when they started SNH back in the 1800s, don't you? I know your dad right here might remember here, but nonetheless, you would just give the book, redeem the book, and you get the gift. You know, friend, that's what salvation is, but it's not a book of green stamps or blue chip stamps. It's Jesus Christ who became the redeemer for mankind. And he purchased me, he paid a debt he did not owe. I owe a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sin away. I I know the church, and if you get a divorce, this was years ago, you could pay $2,500 so you could have your sin of divorce expunged from the records. To me, that's so tragic. That shows how bad you are. You know, I'm not advocating divorce today. But don't ever look down on anybody. Sometimes if you'd walk a mile in the moccasins of that person, you'd understand the fact that it just something happened in that marriage, and he walked out or she walked out, and you're left there. Thank God for people that say, I'm my, 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 my divorce is not gonna send me to hell. We do certain sins. And we think, okay, I, I I've sinned so bad, I can't. No. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Today I want you to see here in the book of Ephesians the result of redemption. And I know I'm way over time already, but Ephesians 1, I will be over time. Verse 7. Verse six says to the praise of the glory of his grace where he hath made us accepted in the beloved. I'm accepted. My sin, though I've been wrong, because I've been saved, I've been adopted in the family of God. In whom we have, and verse seven, I want you to read it in just a moment. In whom we have, what's the word church? Amen. Through what? His blood. Calvary covers, there had to be in the Old Testament a blood sacrifice to cover for sin and Jesus became the sin for us, he who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, whom we have the redemption through his blood, the, what's the next word? Forgiveness, so what happens? My sin is covered. Verse seven, my sin is forgiven. Verse eight, gone, 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 gone. Yes, my sins are gone. I'm so grateful. I like that song. What sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. In the book of life, they've all been torn out. I don't remember them anymore. See, you're either saved or you're lost. You that have been redeemed or you're unredeemed. You need to be redeemed by the blood of the lamb. So the result of redemption, I have my sin covered. Result, result of redemption, I have forgiveness of sin. And, and here we have uh, verse number five. What The third thought, we have sonship and adoption. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of, by Jesus Christ, wherein we're accepted in the beloved. You know the wonderful thing about redemption? I become one, a child of the king. I'm his child, oh yes, oh yes. I'm a child of the king. I'm a child, I'm God's child. You know, I thank God for your children and I'll try to do anything I can for them. But i tell you what, uh, they, they have some needs I can't meet. I'm not their dad. But oh, those kids of ours, or oh, those grandkids for ours, they have some needs. I'll do anything. And for some reason, a, a grandchild needed my kidney today. I wouldn't pray about it. I take it, hook me up, get it out. That's that's that, that's my child. I'll do anything for them. I'll do anything to preserve their life, to help their life. And when you get saved, you become a child of the king. But then he says you're adopted. Well, that sounds second rate. Oh no, because, and I witnessed it since I pastored this church. I saw one day a man went down and he emancipated his child. He went to the court and said, I no longer want this child to be my child and he emancipated that child legally, that that child's not mine. Thank God Jesus doesn't do that. But you know with adoption, you cannot emancipate a child. Because once you have made the decision, this is my child, you're that child. Well, they they did wrong, I never wanna talk. You may not wanna talk to them again, but they're still your child because you adopted them. And when I get redeemed, thank God I have Redemption through his blood. I have the forgiveness of sin. i become a son of God and I'm adopted into the family of God. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews. I want you to just see it briefly and I, I'm watching that clock, but oh, are you saved today? Hebrews, and in chapter number nine, I'll tell you number four what takes place. I get eternal Redemption. It just doesn't start and then stop. God does not get mood swings and stops. Look at chapter nine, verse 11. Would you read verse number 11 with me, please? Hebrews 9, 11, ready, begin. But Christ become a high priest of good things to come. neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained, what's the next two words, church? Say that again, one of those two words, ready? Eternal redemption. What's the last two words? For whom? For us, I'm redeemed. Because in Jesus, he hung on the cross, he paid for my sin, cried out, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. And he paid a debt that I owed so he could redeem me back to him. And he said, Jack, I wanna give you something. You're not deserving of this, but I love you. I wanna give you eternal life. It starts and it never stops it begins and it never ceases everyone's different my wife got saved young in life and never doubted i doubted my salvation so much i, I was not mean or trying to be awful but i had a temper as a boy and i lose my temper oh Those sisters could get under my skin. You know how girls are. Things would frustrate me. I'd get mad. I can remember that little flat top house where I got saved at church and I came home and I'd lie in bed at night and think about the day as a boy, as a child. Now, I'd, I'd call out to God, God, I'm so bad. I got so mad today and, and I, I was so angry today. And Lord, I thought, you know, how can I do this? I just recently got saved, how can I do this? You ever battle that? I, I, I did all the time. And I said, Lord, if I did not mean it on that day, I really mean it now. Have you ever gone through that? I do that every night. Every night I'd lay in bed and think about the day As a boy, it's kind of weird to think of it, but as a boy, young kid, elementary boy, I think about my sins of the day and my temper and my anger and my uh, upset, getting so upset at things. And I said, God, I really mean it. I really mean it. I want to get saved. I probably got saved, quote, a hundred times, but what's the problem with that? I already had eternal life. God already gave me eternal life when I realized that day I was a sinner and asked Christ to save me. You see, sin doesn't cause you to lose your salvation. He gives eternal life. You know this verse, John 3.16, let's say it, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting is forever. I can't stop it. I can't act like I'm stronger than God. I, I stopped my salvation because of my anger today. It's something I said today. No, oh, I, I can't lose it because he gave me eternal life. Here's what he did through redemption. He covered me with his blood. He forgave me my sin. He 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 allowed me to become a son of God and he adopted me into his family and he gave me eternal life because it's out of time, Revelation 5. He became the redeemer so that I might have a place in heaven. Oh, what a day that's gonna be when I get to go there and see him. It's an interesting thing, Brother Apusin. That redemption story, I'd love to drive right up there to see if it's, the building is still there. I know the store is long gone, but, but I'd love to just see if I could remember where that building was. I think I could find it. Because I remember walking in to the blue chip stamp, redemption, so I had no idea what a redemption store was. But I want to tell you about another store I went to that was a redemption store. It was my local church. Just up the road in the Irvington district. And on that glorious night, in that little building with no electricity but lanterns glowing that night, and I sat right over here by my father, me, my father, my mother, my two sisters. And I don't know what he preached, but I knew, Brother Fanera, I knew, uh, no one had to tell me I was a sinner. I wasn't trying to make it all good. Like I'm not a sinner. Nothing wrong. That's not the way it was with me. I I knew it would torment me. You know, brother, Russ, it would just torment me. And I, I I wish I could remember. Sometimes I hear a song, invitation song. I, say, I think that was the one. I don't know what. It, I, I, sometimes I think out of my bondage sorrow. Sometimes I think it's that song they were singing. And then I surrender, different songs. I know it wasn't just as I am. But I remember that first stanza, holding on. I, 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 I can't go down that aisle to get saved. But I'm so bad. And I'm gonna die and go to hell. I, I have to be redeemed. I must be redeemed. And it was about the second, Brother Jim, it was about the second or third stanza. I'm also glad to see you in church. And I got so convicted. I remember stepping out. It was like a load had been lifted, and I was led to Christ that time. God recorded my name in the book of life. That's sixty-two years ago. That day happened. God redeemed me, paid in full. I love old Jack. He's not very lovely, but he loved me and he saved me. Oh, I still had a lot of growing to do, and I still do. But that redemption store called My Church showed me how to get to God. Do you know him?